Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of Finding Our Feet. We've taken a little break last week, but we're back today and uh, we'll check in on how we've been doing on our journey to fitness and um, our topic today. We're going to start talking a little bit about nutrition, which is a huge factor when it comes to this health and fitness journey. So how you doing, Sarah? Hello. So I'll first just kind of give a little update of my last two weeks. Um, Sarah and I have been going back and forth and we have both been so busy that it has been hard to even get together to do the podcast. So uh, that being said, life caught up with us this these last two weeks yeah I had a feeling this was going to happen to me in May it always just starts flying you know with kids in school and finishing up different things at work that are happening you know this time of year so things got super busy for me the last two weeks and um it certainly disrupted a little bit my workout flow but um I did whenever I could squeeze it in I did try to do that so I feel like that's a little bit of a win on my side um because I haven't you know had the motivation to do that in a while so um even though I think last week I got in legit probably two days of trying to follow the cardio (laughs) and you know uh getting the run in and and some walking um did kind of keep up with the squat challenge very sore from that um I was actually doing, I feel pretty exactly good on the squat challenge. Up, but I'm still doing it. Yeah. Um, and then this week it has, um, I, I did get my Monday um, workout in and did not last night. So um, <laughs> I got, if I'm going to meet that four days this week, I've got some work to do tonight and a couple of days this weekend too, probably. What about you? That's, so I was very similar. Um, it's been, been a really long two weeks and I know it's been busy with work it's been busy at home it, it's just been and it's just been busy and I'm really I'm a really bad sleeper like I just don't get the sleep that I should and Same. it has really caught up to me the last few weeks I, I I'm I was averaging about two maybe three hours on a good night and Ooh. the night before last I started feeling it and I was like I really I thought I was and I think I've also been a little bit dehydrated I don't think I've been drinking as much water as I've needed to drink lately and so what's today Thursday so it was uh, Tuesday night I got home from work and I was like I felt nauseous I didn't have energy and I just did not feel the well and I, I still didn't sleep that night so last night when I got home I told my husband I was like okay I was like I've got to I've got to pay attention to what's going on here because it like I was laying down and I was like I don't even have like the thought of getting up and going and cooking dinner just the thought of it was like <laughs> It's too much. It was too much for me. And so I was like, I've really got to change something. So I did. I got a really good night's sleep last night. And I do feel really 200 times better. And I, and But I think that kind of plays into what's been going on for the last two weeks. Because if I'm stressed at work or stressed with home stuff or stressed over anything, or it's a busy time, I just don't sleep. And so it, it, it kind of like a snowball. It finally just hits and builds until I just can't take it anymore. And so like me coming home from work or something and trying to work out was just not going to happen these past two weeks. Now, the weekends, I was very active and on both days and got in a lot of physical activity, but I just have not been able to pull it together on the weeks. And so, 
Um, but I was looking at my calendar and I think things to kind of start to open up um, in the next few days. So hopefully I will, of course it's going to be hot, but I do, I tend to do a little bit better when it's warm because I will get outside and will, even if it's not like running or something, I'm active, more active in the summer than I ever am in the winter. So I feel like I'm talking about me catching up every single week that we talk, but I think that's part of what the point of this particular podcast is because I know that, I, I mean, my life is not that much different than a lot of other mother women working people in their 40s and so it's this is I think this is a very common issue that people trying to stay in shape run into right and I was actually thinking about that um yesterday so we were gonna do the podcast yesterday and it just wasn't working out with schedules and stuff so we switched it to today so this morning on the way to work I was actually thinking about it and I was kind of a little down on myself I guess because I was like you know when we first started this I was thinking that that by this time I was going to be probably like (laughs) getting up, you know, every going home from work or getting up in the morning and I'm like running a few miles or whatever. Well, I'm not there, but I'm trying to to focus on the wins because I'm I'm certainly better doing better and more active than I was at this time last year or that I was even in January when we were first talking this through and figuring out um, what we were going to do to try to motivate ourselves. So, um, yeah, I'm not giving up. We may not, like we said last time, it's kind of evolving and we are doing a lot of talk about catching up, but I guess that's life, right? Right. Well, and I will say this. So I, we may not, I mean, I think that maybe I haven't been doing exactly the exercise, but you know the saying, you are what you eat. So, and I have been watching what I've eaten and I've, I've really, really focused on my portion sizes and so I was do, I've been keeping up with my measurements and I have since okay my first measurement was on March 16th and so we're at about two months now this is not great loss but it is my waist measurement is about an inch and a fourth lower than it was two months ago that's good yeah, that could be just measurements differences <laughs> so but i'm gonna take it for what it is and and see now i don't know about the rest of my my measurements but so, so i finally did measure i guess probably about a month ago the last time we talked about it, i didn't write down the date but i only did measurements on my waist that day and um i am actually down a little bit too um I w- i'm not down a full inch and so but I think that's good because that is where I have had a lot of my post or my hormonal, mm-hmm. I don't know, my weight gain in the last few years. And so that's sort of like, I'm going to focus there right now. Um, and I am seeing a little difference there. You know, I've told you about my little journey to get off that Dr. Pepper. I'm still off of it. Drinking water, like 90% of what I drink during the day is water. So I think that might have had a little bit of uh impact on the uh, waist measurement as well because i certainly feel less bloated and full i guess yeah maybe carbonation so um yeah so i think we're making some progress but i do agree um as i don't i like if, if i would stay if i would be super um committed and and exercising and doing cardio every day if i didn't have other things that got in the way right then i would happily do some cardio for 45 minutes or an hour every day um 
And if that would be the solution to my health or weight problems, I'd be happy. But what I have figured out over the years is that it definitely isn't. It's awesome. It's great. It's super, it's helpful. It's, you know, great for your heart. But um, no matter how much I'd like to think that I could go run or walk a few miles and then eat all the things I want to eat, <laughs> it's just, that's not realistic. Nutrition is a huge, a huge factor. And I think... Um, I've heard this several times. A lot of people have heard it. There's different ways of, of saying it, but you know, they say that you cannot out exercise bad nutrition. Yeah. Um, and I would say that's absolutely true. Oh. I feel like I kind of did it for a while when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. And my metabolism well, was different. You know, our metabolism um, are so different once you start, you know, than what they were 20, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. It's, so it probably wasn't so much that I was out exercising the bad things I was eating. It was just that my, body was yeah. different um and so now i definitely can't do it so i've been trying to focus you know like just small changes i haven't gone on a diet you know i'm drinking more water and i'm kind of like you i'm thinking about portions and i'm really trying to eat things that are nourishing and that would help me to go yeah. out and run a mile so instead of you know say like a muffin or a donut i'm trying to eat a whole wheat toast or a boiled egg or something yeah. like that something that would give me, you know, that what I need to go out yeah. and do that. You know, one time I did a program at the university in Texas A&M Commerce, and it was a student-based program, and we were at the the recreation center there, and I put out a bowl of, like, mandarin oranges, mm -hmm. and I think I had a bowl of, like, Hershey Kisses or something, so there was two different little things, and I was completely and totally shocked by how many kids were like, oh, ooh, and they grabbed an orange, and that's what they wanted. They didn't even care about the chocolate, and so it made me kind of think about, you know, if you have those healthier options out there, sitting out there, and easy to get to, to snack on, you might rather, I mean, it's easy to grab an orange. Like if I see, and so I did it this week with a program that I had. I put out some oranges, put out some cookies. Every single one of the oranges was gone after the first day. So I had to go buy another bag of oranges for the second day because I was like, hey, obviously I like mandarin and clementine oranges. Those are my, my kids love them. So we I all, love them too. We eat them. I so, love them. There's... You know, just having those healthier snack options there for you and for your family, it, it helps give you the option of not even having to really think about not having the bad. Because it's the, and like the oranges, they're so easy to peel. My five-year-old can peel them and eat them. So that's a, I think it's a, that has helped me in a little bit of a way to, and then also I was going to say this, the water thing. So I've always, it's been about a, 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 the past few months where I've really been doing better on my water intake. And I think it's because this is stupid, but a lot of the things that I talk about on here are what keeps me doing something. I found a cup that I like. Oh, me too. I'm and, all about the water cup. And so I think that <laughs> that's like, you know, and I spent more money on it than I would have normally spent on it, but I use it every single day and it's helped me. And it, and, and so I, I do, I think that it's a, it's a mental game that I play with myself, but you know, if it works, it works. And so it seriously is my cute little cup that I love right now. It's like a, a rule I have with myself. It can only have water in it. Like, right. I am not allowed to put something else in that cup. Yep. And so I carry it around and drink water. And <laughs> I mean, I think my water drinking has really, it has helped me a lot. Yeah. Uh, but along the lines of that, um, uh, eating the fruit and the kids always choosing fruit, that's so true. And I did hear a doctor one time, and I don't really remember where I was. It was at a training or something. Um but I need to try to look it up. Anyways, he said, you know, this, this isn't like research-based information, but if you think about it, 
if everybody ate like a four-year-old, you probably wouldn't have any weight problems because they eat when they're, they, they won't eat when they're not hungry. Oh yeah. And typically they will kind of choose the things that, like if you notice a lot of kids, like they'll eat, you give them a hamburger, they'll take the bun away and they'll just eat the meat. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like kind of naturally going towards the low carb thing. If that was your, your diet, the choice. And they definitely are choosing fruits over cookies and candies, you know, and, um, so yeah, I definitely think there's something to that. And in fact, my daughter and I had a conversation this week. She was talking about how it's coming summer. She's not going to sleep it away. She's going to be more motivated. She wants to work on this and that. And, um, I said, yeah, and we need to, we've been doing a pretty good job about having less snacks. Um, I apologize, but. They're vacuuming outside of my office right now. <laughs> oh, I can't even hear okay, it. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, we've been doing a pretty good job of not having the snacks around because we're both, um, we live out in the country and we're, we're kind of, uh, once we get home, we're home. So if I don't have it there, I'm not going to get right. it. <laughs> I don't want it so bad. I'm going to go get it. Yeah. But, um, so we talked about, you know, keeping trying harder this summer while it's easy and plentiful keeping a lot of fresh fruit around and really yeah snacking on that and and besides the that being a good snack to to eat just um you know kind of like re i don't know kind of reintroducing ourselves to eating more fruit right well so and on that i'm really looking forward to the summer break because i don't have to get my kids up to go to school and i'm yeah and so i'm going to use that time so I'm gonna I'm gonna get up at the same time, and I'm gonna use that time as my treadmill time, and then get ready and come to work. Because during the summer, my hours are a little bit more relaxed. We just don't have as many morning meetings here at work. I can work yeah. through lunch if I, you know, I can get I can come in a few minutes behind, work through lunch, and still get the same amount of hours in, but get my workout over with in the morning. And so that's my goal. So I've got I think I've got two weeks until the kids get out of school, and. I can't tell you how much I love not having to carry them to the school in the morning. <laughs> I know someday I will miss it and I will regret saying this, but it is so nice on the mornings when I don't have to get them up and get them ready. I have so much more time. I have so much more energy. I have so much. My, my day is completely different on the days that I'm Oh, it changes them. everything. And I feel like, I kind of feel like I'm on vacation, yep. even though I'm oh working gosh. all summer. I sort of feel like I'm on summer vacation too when I don't have to get. Oh, I completely Well, agree. my daughter's grumpy too, but get my grumpy daughter up and out the door by a certain time and drop yeah. her off at school. Yeah. It's like almost like a little mini vacation well, for me. So my, my 15 year old is not a morning person at all. And my five year old is just like me. And so if it's just him and I in the mornings, it's, you know, we, we we're chatty Kathy's all the way to school, but if she's with us, no one in the car can talk. And so it's very yeah. uncomfortable. And then the two of them get into an argument and it's just like, my day just is out of whack from the very beginning. But so yeah. I'm so looking forward to this summer because I really have a, I have a plan in head. In my head, I have a plan, and it's going to go well. It's going to go well. Well, so me too. And I, um, I, we all, I mean, we think I've discussed that I'm not a good morning exerciser or a morning person, but I do always try in the summer to transition to morning for that same reason. Mm-hmm. Because also, when we get home, at, when I get hot. home at night, um, I like to, it's hot. It's hot. And we like to go swim, and we like to do cook out and, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, it's nice to not have to yeah. to run to your workout. So I'm going to try to do that too. Maybe we can um, text each oh, other, like a check-in. We can do that. I we can totally do that, that yes. Um, and, so, you know, like on, in the afternoons, on in the summer, it's just, 
if I've done if I've done stuff outside during the day, I'm just I've been hot all day, and the last thing I want to mm-hmm. do is change my clothes into something tight and like exactly and yeah. get on you know go yeah. work out because it's just that's not what I want to do. I want to get in the pool and swim and cool off, and so the morning workouts during the summer I think will work much better for me. Um, so and I, if we're wanting to do it outside, I mean okay. we live in Texas, so yeah. it, it's still it's still freaking hot mm-hmm. in the morning. But yeah. it's a little better than it is at five and six o'clock in yeah. the evening usually. Yeah. So I agree. You know, and so I did. I worked out with a group in the mornings for years, and I I miss that so much. But there's not a group workout class type thing in mm-hmm. where I live anymore. And they're used to you know they used to do a summer edition, and so even if there wasn't one during the rest of the year, they did a summer one, and they're not even doing that this time. And so I'm like that. The accountability is huge for me. I have to have that accountability, and so. Yeah. Uh, so we should start yeah. like I mean maybe like I don't know when, say like June first or the Monday after Memorial or the day after Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start like a text like check in and go from there. I'm good. Yeah, at that, like, yeah. I mean we don't necessarily because I I do need the accountability too. I've never done one of the morning workout groups, but I do look at all the people who do it on Facebook. <laughs> I think how wonderful that but, is that they do that and how good it must feel to have your workout done. And it's hard to get started. It really is. But, you know, after I was, after I would get into a routine of it, of course my alarm would go off really early, but once I got into the routine of it, I was tired when I got to, into bed. And so I fell asleep early. Like I used to go, everyone, everyone made fun of me because like, if you contacted me after eight o'clock, I was, you weren't going to hear back from me until like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so and if you, and my friends that knew that, if they messaged me after eight, I was messaging them at four. They were going to get a text message from me at the four in the morning. But I finally, my body adjusted to it. And, you know, after about a week and a half, it wasn't as difficult. And I did, I slept better at night. I, I got more done during the day just because I, I, I got up and I got going and it's like I got my body moving. And so it wasn't so hard to get going once I got to work. So I feel like I just overall in the summers, I have better days. It's just, yeah. So we're, we're definitely going to do this text check-in, but you said four o'clock okay, in the morning. I'm not doing that this early. So I'm just saying like, you can text me at four, <laughs> but for my check-in, just expect that you may get it around seven, <laughs> seven thirty. Well, okay. Yeah, no, so the, I, I will not be doing that this summer. I'm not going, because okay. that was only, because that, that workout class, I think we were meeting, we were starting at five thirty. No, yes. we we're starting at five. And so my alarm would go off at four thirty. And so that was when yeah. I would get up. But no, 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 I will not be. I don't plan, plan on doing that this summer. Not so I think early. my goal is going to be, I'm trying to figure out, could I get myself showered and somewhat decent for work? I may be coming to work with my hair looking wet-ish. Yeah. But um, I'm thinking 6 to 6.15 is going to be my oh, target yeah. time for working out. So that I'm like, you getting up still about the same time I get up now. But I have an extra 30 or 45 minutes yeah. to I, do some stuff. I, I do think it will help my sleep. I I, I, being tired will help me sleep. Now, I, I normally don't have trouble falling asleep. It's I wake up in the middle of the night and then can't get back to sleep. But the last few weeks, it's just been totally have not been sleeping well. Haven't been going to sleep. Haven't been falling, waking back up. It's just, there's been no sleep happening. Obviously, you can yeah. tell I got sleep last night because I'm, I'm kind of. I sort of had the same morning. scenario. I've been going, getting home. I've kind of been running, running and I get home and usually like if I'm, if we're still and we're not having to go do something that evening, I'll get real sleepy about like six thirty, seven. Like I could literally sit down and, and yeah. or lay down and take a nap and I'm not a napper, never have been my whole life. But I'm like, I could go to sleep right now. 
and I have things I think I have to do or I want to do. And so by the time I start doing those, yeah, I get myself woken up again yep. and then I'll be up so late. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I need to start. Maybe if I start getting up and getting active earlier and I'd like to transition myself to where I start feeling that I'm pretty tired. I could lay down. If I could start feeling that about eight thirty or nine, then I could maybe actually lay down and go to sleep. Um, but if I do it too early, I'll be up, I'll wake up at one or two and and it's morning and I can't go back to sleep. Um, but yeah, I need to definitely try to get myself on a better, yeah, schedule for sleeping so maybe the morning and i haven't really ever tried to stick with the morning exercise thing so maybe maybe that's something i need to try so you're just gonna have to warn jeff that when you start getting text messages in the morning and i'll do mm-hmm. the same for bradley so maybe that'll be motivation for me because yes <laughs> if i start getting messages that want to waking him up i'll need to be up that i see it yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, I already do the alarm set and go off multiple times, and that irritates him. So <laughs> I'll put the text message notification on a super annoying thing, so it kind of forces me to do something. Yeah. And so, okay, so I feel like this episode really has focused on sleep, but we had yeah, really we planned on focusing on just like an introduction to nutrition to kind of start talking about different ways to um, supplement the exercises you're doing with the nutrition. And I know that you had some things that, to talk about, but I wanted to mention first one of the things that I truly am a huge believer in is food logging, like with an app, just because I, th- I don't think that the majority of us realize truly how much we're eating. Um, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording today. You know, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, when women turned 40, they just didn't automatically gain weight like we do now. Now I realize that there was a different activity level and life was just different. But there's got to be, you know, I think we're eating so much more and we're not doing the physical activity and we're eating things that are necess- you know not necessarily as great for us but if you're if you're logging that food with a with an app and you're really you're you're actually entering the correct amount that you're actually eating you'll see how many calories you're taking in because if you t- you just randomly ask me how many calories I, I take in on a day if I hadn't written it down and focused on it I have no idea because I, I forget about the cookie that I ate back in the kitchen or the, the oh yeah you know the Hershey's kiss that I picked up as I was walking by Sue's desk or something like that those things and so if you really log all of that stuff and you know you think oh one cookie's not going to be that bad but a cookie with a, a dark pepper and a you know you, you add up all these calories and that's not even your lunch and or your dinner and so you've you've added basically another meal in there of not healthy things, or even if they are healthy things, you know, all those calories. And so the, the balance, and I have this on the agenda for next week to kind of go into detail about it, calorie intake and calorie output. Yes. And so that balance that you've got to get, and you have to have a negative balance to lose that weight. You've got to have right. more output than you do input. And so food logging is a really great way to kind of get yourself prepared for that negative calorie balance yeah and that's something that really no matter I mean, if you start really looking at like research-based information on on weight loss and how to maintain your weight there's a million different ways that you can do it and some of those are, are research and are healthy but it really does come down to um it seems like in every one that you cannot consume more calorie i mean you can't have more intake than output 
and think that you're going to yeah. uh, maintain or especially lose yeah. weight. Um, I mean, there's a ton of different factors, metabolism and all that kind of stuff, but that's a pretty basic right. premise that sometimes, I don't like it sometimes. <laughs> like, I wish that there was a, like a something where you could still just eat everything you yeah. wanted, but it doesn't work that it way. Um, I'm with you. I but <laughs> it is important what you eat so that you can continue to be physically right. active. And especially when you are looking at, I can only, or I should only eat this many calories a day, eating the things that will really fuel your body and help you rather than eating those things that right would just be you know these calories that don't count for anything they don't fill you up they don't provide any nutritional value trying to limit those but you know one of the things that i had looked up and and nutrition is something i mean i think we're going to be talking about it in every episode because it's just a huge part of a health you know i mean and especially the what we're looking at you know women our age and you know, battling weight gain or whatever. I mean, you cannot not talk about nutrition. So um, one thing that I have to remind myself sometimes, you know, I'll get really proud of myself um, when I run because that's new to me. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a runner. So I have to remind myself though, that when I get on the treadmill and run two miles at five and a half miles per hour, while that is a huge accomplishment for me, um, I am not a professional athlete, and I'm not a marathon runner, and I'm not um, Michael Phelps swimming, and I don't need to go in after I have done that, and I'm feeling so good and confident about myself, and think to myself, trick, you know, kind of trick myself into thinking, gosh, I did a lot, and I burned a lot of calories. I need to eat some carbs. Right. You know, like, I need a carb load, because I have just run two miles so i think that's a self-sabotaging thing that sometimes i know i've done um you know if i'm if i'm exercising a lot i will kind of um overeat some because i think you know i've expended this amount and i can eat this now so um we talked about kind of listening to your body that's something i need to do better at and not and like give myself time to like figure out okay am I hungry? What do I need to eat and eat something that's good instead of thinking the level that I'm exercising, I don't ever really need to carb load. Yeah. I mean, well, at this yeah. point. so I found a chart that kind of, kind of goes along with that. So it, based on weight, what you weigh and the activity that you're doing for 30 minutes. And so like, if you're uh, playing basketball for 30 minutes and you weigh 140 pounds, you're only burning about 182 calories. Right. And so you think, I mean, you kind of, kind of keep that in mind when you're, when you're eating, because yes, the exercise is wonderful, but it's, it takes a, you really, I mean, and I don't mean to say this to, um, discourage people, but it does, Mm -hmm. it it is a, it's, it's not a magic eraser. Exercise doesn't magically erase the fat. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a full life commitment that you have to change. Um, walking at a 15 minute mile pace for 30 minutes if you weigh 160 pounds you're going to lose 160 calories what you're going to burn and and so you know like let's see what one of the big ones so uh, jump roping is apparently really good calorie burner so it's hard if you jump rope for 30 minutes if you jump rope for 30 minutes 
you well, deserve to burn this many calories. You're burning right yeah. at 450 calories. Yeah. So I'm gonna give but even that, like, how hard would it be to to jump rope for 30 minutes? And you're, yeah. I mean, 450 calories is nothing to like. Ooh. I mean, it's a big deal, but still, still. I can eat 450 oh, calories. Yeah. Quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't think I. I don't think I can jump rope. I don't know that I can jump rope. No, I, for, I, 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 I actually have some jump ropes back in our back room. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna get a jump rope and bring it up here to my office. Let me set up a camera. I'll video myself. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> y'all I do. can see me die. <laughs> Absolutely want to see that. But here's one thing that I like on this chart: if you clean, if you are cleaning your house, thirty minutes burning 140 calories. So that's kind of a positive one. Think about it. You know, you get to really. Well, and I think another thing that chart just shows, which this is a positive, is you do burn calories being active. So mm -hmm. really, like any time, you're not just like sitting on your couch vegging out you know you're you're burning some calories so even on those days that we can't get in the full run if we can figure yeah. out some ways to just really be active that's good yeah um so i'm gonna really focus on that but um you know just kind of i'm gonna start looking a lot and and we'll talk about it more about what i'm eating and how i can make some little nutritional changes to make the exercises that I am or the activity that I have be more effective for the goals that I have mm -hmm. right? for weight loss, but then also just for general health and well-being. So I'm, you know, I'm really going to focus on yeah. that hopefully this summer and make some positive changes. I'm never going to be someone um, that doesn't that only eats healthy foods. Yeah. I mean, that's just not me. But I can be someone who eats healthy foods most of the time. Yeah. And that's funny to be. So this is a this this is a different type chart, but it talks about okay, here's a type of food. How long is it gonna take you to burn that off? And that that's actually probably what I need to that's what I need to look at. Because like it says, uh, uh, two slices of a large pizza will take you approximately an hour and twenty minutes to burn that off if you're walking at a three to five mile pace. <laughs> so Yeah, that's Crazy. I, we I talk that, about not having enough time anyways. We don't have time to eat pizza. Right. So maybe because we'd have to walk for yep. an hour and twenty three minutes and we're having a tough time fitting in this forty minute <laughs> exactly. workout. So I'm gonna I'm gonna find some that kinda go over that and post those to our Facebook page because I think that yeah. really It puts it in perspective. Because it shows you know, me, you know, things that, that I eat that oh, I really don't need to be eating that anymore because I'm dang sure not working out like that. <laughs> right. And, you know, not to say that I mean there are there are people who over exercise to try to right. eliminate calories, so that's just as dangerous. But um, even the the good things that you eat, it takes a while to burn them off. But those affect your body differently. Yeah. You know, yeah. things that are whole grains or more fibers, those are beneficial for your heart. Um, they're digested differently and more slowly. You know, right. so. Um, those are things that are better for your system overall. Right. Well, all right. So I think next week we've got, we'll kind of expand a little bit more on the, the calories like we talked about this time or the nutrition like we mentioned earlier and kind of go focus on figuring out the calories that you put in your body and how you figure out how many calories you're exercising out because there's kind of a standard base, right? I mean, you know, your body needs calories. We burn calories just living even if you do yeah. nothing you're going to burn some and so what they look at we'll kind of get into how they 
focus on that. And so if you're looking at the actual mathematics of weight loss, we'll kind of get into that next week. Right. And then also hopefully the next um, throughout the summer talking more about what we can eat that will maximize our exercising and what we're doing do the best for us um, on that that journey because I do know I will say on days that I eat better my workout feels a lot feels better. better yeah your um, body it responds to it definitely yeah there there is truth to that so so everyone remember as the temperatures are increasing keep up with your water intake don't let that drop off you're going to be sweating a little bit more and focus on just think about what you're eating when you're fixing your plate up and taking those little bitty extra, you know, activities. I always tell people to, you know, if you're, if you get to the grocery store, park at the back of the lot, even though that's not maybe 200 steps, it's still maybe 200 steps, 400 steps round trip that you didn't get in otherwise. So just the little things right. that add up. And yeah. Like even our little squat challenge that we're doing. Yes. It's, it's felt good to have that to do on the days I couldn't do anything else. Cause I I'm agree. like, okay, I can do this quickly. I can do it throughout the day. So trying to keep up with little things like that, that you can do. I mean, yes, I agree. All right. Well, we will talk to y'all again next week. Okay. See you later. Please contact your physician or healthcare provider before starting any exercise activity to determine if it is right for your needs. Do not start any exercise activity. If your physician or healthcare provider advises against it, if you experience faintness, dizziness, pain, or shortness of breath at any time, you should stop immediately. Finding Our Feet podcast, podcast hosts, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, or all other associated parties are not responsible for any injuries, illnesses, or issues listeners may experience. If you are experiencing a medical emergency, please stop immediately and call 911.